0: Welcome to
1: Hindsight Hacking, I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs, hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight.
0: And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the Daily Hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more
1: sales. So head over to gethhm.com forward slash
0: toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more and if you're interested after you collect all those freebies because they're amazing hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you
1: guys we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys's help and we love all the hindsight hackers so jump on in and get on our calendar
0: so Without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hindsight Hacking. And today's special guest is a true professional, a true professional in the sales, coaching, real estate world, Mr. Bryce McKinley. Now, Bryce, he has perfected the sales conversation over 20 years of working with various Fortune 500 companies like Ford, Nissan, Tyco, and ADT. And at the end of the day, with closing over, like this this blows my mind, I'm tongue twisted for it, closing over 8,000 deals later bryce is one of the leading experts in wholesaling houses with his five hour flip method using his unique rapport building and questioning technique he's been able to close almost every deal over the phone only ever walking four properties that blows me away and one more piece of of, uh, information here bryce is the ceo of sharpen a non-profit in which they help serve the less fortunate changing the world one life at a time. We definitely got to get into all this. Bryce, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: It's my pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys.
1: No, we're super stoked to have you. I know we were talking earlier uh, about just life, how things attract certain people and how we've kind of been attracted to each other in certain circles. And I can't wait to get into this interview. But before we get into it, why don't you take a moment to just kind of introduce yourself to the listeners?
2: I appreciate it. So, my name is Bryce McKinley. People call me Coach Sharpen. I believe that uh, Sharpen is not just a word that comes from the Bible, as iron sharpens iron, so does one another to his brother. For me, it's an acronym, and so when I look myself in the mirror, it's it's something that I can reflect on every day. And so it stands for selflessly helping already people eager for nurturing. The key there is ready and eager because I'm picky just like Jesus Christ like he was picky right many are called but few are chosen I believe that you got to be picky about who you work with and only work with people that are serious about working with you and so with that kind of on the forefront I'm a dad I'm a husband um, serial entrepreneur and, uh, and I came from little to nothing had the world and I'm sure we'll get into that had the world by the, you know, what lost it all to sleep in my car, attempted suicide to get it all back tenfold. And I'm on a mission to change the world. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Uh love it. And I love that you've been able to build twice, right? Like you, you've been able to build it up, lose it and, you know, almost go the complete wrong route only to be able to come back stronger than ever. And uh, first and foremost, though, I would love to get into the nonprofit aspect of what you do. And, uh, you know, uh, and then we definitely got to talk about how you've got to work with people that you want to work with, right? Like Ron and I want to work with impactors. It's not about the money. It's not about just the dollars and cents. It is about working with the right people that want to be out there and uh, deliver good, good messages. Right. And so we're attracting the right people in that same level. Uh, And so I love that you mentioned that, but yeah, let's hear about this nonprofit changing one life at a time that you got.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. So full transparency right now, it's a little inactive as I've been focused on my other businesses that are primarily the the vehicle to help fund the mission. Uh, but uh, Sharpen was a group of men here in Dallas that we was meeting every Saturday morning. And uh, we would meet have breakfast, do a Bible study, and then uh, my boy and I, we would take, you know, funds that we would raise throughout the week or at our meetings. Then we would go out and serve the homeless and less fortunate. But unlike what most people believe, you know, the homeless and the less fortunate, they don't always just show up to shelters. And I believe that you should probably go out a little bit further. And so rather than going on like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, and it's probably the safest I took my boy to the highways and the byways. I took him to the hood. I took him to the street corners at two, three, four o'clock in the morning when there's gang violence and gunshots and hookers and prostitutes that just need a little help. And so that to me was the mission. And so while that mission is starting to shift to bring other leaders together, I do believe that this world needs not just a series of leaders, but a leader or two to lead those leaders because our churches are broke our homes are broke our businesses are broke and at the end of the day if that's the case that means they're all living off of their own standards that they've set for themselves and i believe that there's a greater purpose and mission out there to bring them all together so that's what i'm working on behind the scenes and uh, real estate's been a blessing to be a vehicle to fuel that
1: so that is so good i mean literally speaks to our heart i mean at the end of the day Uh, you know, we, we feel very blessed that we're able to help impact people. And if we can, you know, impart some faith in that aspect for people to get on the right path. But I mean, literally Corey and I were just talking about this. We don't work with anyone that just wants to make money. I mean, everybody wants to make money and we think that's kind of lame. So for us, it's like, you have to be able to want to impact other people make the world a better place. And so we've put that out there and we've been really pushing the you know impactors and impacting the impactors mm-hmm. where we look at all of our clients now, Bryce, they're all faith-based. They're all mm-hmm. trying to impact people. They all have amazing tribes that they're trying to create things. And what's cool about that is there's not a lot of companies doing that. And if everybody just did that, How much stronger would the church be? How much stronger would people's faith be? And I think, especially nowadays, you need that more than anything. You know, so I think that's amazing. Uh, But let's kind of talk a little bit about your real estate. I think it's crazy. Corey and I have been kind of dabbling in, do we want to get into real estate? Do we want to not get into real estate? And we've had all of a sudden this circle of people who are in real estate that were like, okay, now... Seriously, how are they all starting to come towards us? Maybe it's time to get involved. But for you to close 8,000 without going there, like talk to me about that. That that's some virtual stuff right there. Yeah, so this wasn't, you know,
2: this wasn't COVID related. My uh You know, my story in real estate really starts nine, 10 years ago. I had went through a series of unfortunate events. And so not sure how far back you guys want to go. I'm an open book because I believe that somebody listening can really glean from my story at any point, you know, from being raised in a cult to joining gangs and violence and beating a murder case by 17 to grabbing the world by the you know what being the number one car salesman in the world for almost 10 years to lose it all after, you know, a child was taken. And then my wife took her life. I found myself homeless, battered, beat up, hating the world, hating God. And I found real estate literally like I say in the backseat of my car, but I was at a home. I was, I was homeless. I was at a computer at the library looking for a job. And I found, you know, the YouTube university route. And I realized What I have done with Fortune 500 companies, I mastered processes and a series of processes can create a system. And when I heard about this wholesaling real estate thing eight, nine years ago, I'm like, dude, I can do this. This is easy. And I've got a process. So I just went to work and uh, my first month I contracted like 23 uh, transactions, 23 houses, didn't know what I was doing, had not a clue. Uh, But I knew that I could solve people's problems when they were behind on their bills or in a situation that they needed help by getting their house under contract. And then I ended up like, let's go find a buyer. So then I would sell this paperwork to buyers for a profit. So, you know, if we contracted a house for a hundred thousand and I sold it to a buyer for 110, well, I made 10 in the middle real quick in and out. And I didn't spend a dime other than my time on the phone and sending an email. That was it. The challenge was, is I didn't really understand the backend process, and so I went searching. I found a company local here in Dallas where I'm at now, and um, I'm like, hey, this is what I'm doing. They were hiring for acquisitions person, salespeople. I'm like, I went through their hiring process, and then I pitched them my consults. I'm like, I don't want to work for you. I want to work with you. And they weren't very happy with me. But after about a month, month and a half, I got the phone call back, and they're like, hey, if you can do that again, We'll make you a minority partner. So what I do, Ron, I went to work, man. I got 37 my second full month in the business. And they made me a partner, ended up growing their company to a $150 million company up until about three years ago. And uh, they just got complacent. You know, they got, they lost track of what their mission was, right? And and one got married, one moved to Mexico to manage properties. And I love those guys. I have nothing bad to say about them. They're their mission that they set out to do just came falling apart because they didn't have their hand on the wheel. And and so um, three years ago, I actually walked away from that business. and started over again. And that's kind of where my personal coaching and personal development and coaching and speaking came from. Um, and now you fast forward three years from that walk away and nine years total we've done, Over 8,000 and actually between my partner now and I, we've done a little over 11,000 transactions, completely virtual, all but five, five uh, that I walked and I ended up buying myself and own in-house, completely virtual. So COVID's only helped our business because we didn't have to adapt. We just got to break our systems and become better. And other, other people are having the opportunity to learn from what we've already been doing for years. So it's been really cool. It's been really cool.
0: Ah, it's so such an incredible story. Uh, but so Ron and I mentioned, like, we, we've been talking our business, we, you know, we're, we're not a real estate company, obviously, but we understand the power of real estate and, and we are thinking of it on the business level. So we know nothing. We don't have any capital. Like what, where do we, what do we do first? What do we go do?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, and and I think that this is why we've had the success that we've had because unlike anybody else in this business, they'll tell you to go start networking with people in real estate. Start, you know, going to real estate meetups, and I'm over here like, uh, uh, don't do that. That's the biggest <laughs> waste of time. Like, why would I spend three hours a week going to different networking meetups when everybody there is barely doing anything and they want to go see who's got the biggest Mm -hmm. pocketbook right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. swinging their stick around and wondering who's got what working and nobody ever does anything they might do one or two transactions a month the really big guys that you see all over the mid all over the media it's like they do 10 or 15 deals or 20 or 30 deals with a team of 100 it's like nobody's making money over there except for the guy at the top and i just don't feel that that's the best way to run a business and so my advice would be to go where the people are Corey, Ron, you want to get into real estate, go talk to homeowners. Like, go where the people are. Where's everybody at? Where are we broadcasting right now? Social media. You think if you went on social media on any platform and said, hey, I've got some extra cash this month. I want to buy a fixer up. Or do you know anybody that's got one? You might get a few leads for free. It didn't cost you a dime. And I've got a whole process behind this and what we teach, but this is where I started out. Not to mention for sale by owner. I mean, there's websites out there that have nothing but for sale by owners. Go have a conversation with them. Other websites that have other for sale by owners, right? Like Zillow and Trulia and Redfin and Craigslist, like Facebook marketplace. There's five mediums right there with free leads. Go talk to people. Tell everybody what you're doing. I'm getting into real estate. I just need a fixer upper. And then if you don't have the money, there's hard money, private money, lenders. You've got good credit. You might get a conventional loan, but most likely not on a house that needs work. So if you don't have those three things working for you, get the house under contract and come talk to somebody like me. That's a buyer. I buy the house for higher than what you contracted it for. And the difference between the two contracts is what you get paid. Now you've got quick cash flow. rinse and repeat that two or three times a month. And you, the average assignment or contract in the middle is between seven and eight grand. So if you did two or three of those, I mean 15 to 20 grand minimum just to get started a month, not a bad
1: place to start. Not at all. Like first off one, thank you. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting that answer. So I think that's, probably an amazing answer because it's not the more and it's just real like if you want something done you have to go to where it needs to be done right so i and it's funny and it kind of goes back to the stuff we offer Corey. if you think about it right so if the things we don't want to be we don't want to be that person that sells somebody into something just to sell them into something else Right? Yeah. That's one. Two, if we tell you everything's included, it's included. There's no upsell. But where are we meeting people? At the beginning. And we're telling them that's how it is. So we were approaching real estate a totally opposite way, but it's actually the exact same way as how we're doing business, right?
2: It is. And it's funny you say that. I'm glad that you shared that because that's actually how my coaching program is. It's like, dude, I'm going to give you everything. We hang out? Three months six months or 12 months it's just how long do you want the advice how long do you want the sharpen in your life and we've been blessed to have you know over 1100 students in the last two and a half years with a hundred percent success rate because we give you everything and then we hold you accountable to it right we don't upsell you we don't down sell you side sell you and affiliate something so i love that you guys mentioned that and so yeah we have, we have the same
1: principle that's awesome
0: Love it. All right. So let's let's talk more about that coaching. Let's you know, I is it like a monthly mastermind type thing, or is it like step one, you follow this process, you get weekly attention, or you go through this course. Like what's what's the coaching like?
2: Yeah, I am glad that you asked. So I think that one of the things that we do differently, uh, well, not that we're that we do it differently, we're just different. And I believe that different is better than better. And so where you might hire Um, I'm not even gonna say any names. You might hire this guru or this guru or this guru in real estate and they give you all this information and overwhelm you. I believe that you can't master a system if you don't master the process. So I give you income producing activities like check this box to get this result, check this box to get this result. And I also understand that everyone learns differently. Some people learn on their own. Some people need that accountability. Some people need that community. And so we've done that. So we have, you know, an online module learning course. We have, you know, the REI Results Academy, um, where it's like a community we built out our own like social media platform. So you don't even have to be in our coaching mastermind to like ask questions and and message on our website in our platform once you log in but then there's like the paid communities to where you've got the video modules so you can go out and just do it at your own pace but then we have three calls a week where my business partner and i that have done tens of thousands of transactions we spend time with you every tuesday morning Every Thursday evening, we're on a call answering questions, having a specific topic on a Tuesday, and then on Thursday having a QA. and a And sometimes we've done such a great job, there's no questions, and you know what we get to do? We just call your leads with you and close deals. It's been amazing. And then um, this last year, we've actually implemented what we call What's Up Wednesday, where we have a call with our community, but the coaches are not there. It's just the community, like they get to shoot shop and like talk crap and role play their conversations and hang out with each other. Um, I've had in the last six months, I've had like eight people actually partner to form four companies inside of our community. So now they're like business partners. It's been really cool to see. and, And now, you know, we've got international students because everything we do is virtual. I've got students in Japan and Mexico, South America, Canada, two in the UK and they're doing deals from all over the world back into the US making real cash. It's been really cool. It's been really cool.
1: Oh my gosh. Like I, how do we, how do we start that? Like that, that's where I'm at. Right. It's like, uh, yeah, that sounds great. No, I think it's, I think it's amazing. Cause you said a couple things that are super powerful when you're talking about communities or movements or the impact you're impacting people. And, and I think, God's amazing how he works because if you think about it, your community is now rising up and you're helping those people rise up by giving them the platform and the space to rise up and you're encouraging it. So now they're just going to keep rising and bring more people into that community because they see the power of it, right? So did did you go into it wanting to create that or did it just start spiraling into that? You know, that's a
2: great question. I, I I would have to say the latter. And and because everything that I teach, or I mean, whether you're a believer of the Bible or not, you can't deny that the Bible is like the hands-down best-selling book of all time, whether it's relationships, business, ethics, morals, values, whatever, right? And so I've based all of my principles and teaching lessons around that and i think when you do the, the right thing the right thing happens to you right like energy goes where energy flows and 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 i believe that and so you know it started out like oh shoot i just left my partnership i need to tell my wife at some point i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait a couple of weeks we just had, we had just bought a house we had just got married we were getting married like in a month i left my partnership we're getting married bought a house and oh shoot I got these coaching students and I just started talking to students and, and putting the word out there that this is, you know, this is what people need. And here we are, you know, over 1100 students later in three years and and have been super blessed at the, at the time it was just a one-on-one and then it's like, Hey, I want to build this. One of my very first students at the very beginning is like, Hey, we need to create this, this community. So we created a Facebook group and then we did this and it just kind of just kept going and going And some of my original founding, you know, my business partner that helped me kind of grow this, he and I are no longer partners. We're still friends, but it's like he had some personal stuff and he couldn't hang out as long as I thought he would. And we're, we don't, there's no bad blood. We're doing it the right way. And we're talking about doing a deal together right now. Heck, even my previous business partner that I left to do this we're JV in a deal right now because they know I'm doing good business. And so I've been super blessed with that. And I I think it just boils down to Ron, to answer your question in in a short sense is it's just favor. I believe that it's favor because I'm doing the right thing. And when you do the right thing, good things will come out of it. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: Yes. Agreed. I love that. But one other piece of information that I, I want to circle back to, hundred percent success that like how is that possible a but also more importantly how do you measure that right like i know ron and i for our podcast uh program we measure the success by a everyone launching and b when they hit the charts like these are the two pieces of measurements for our podcast launching program and so anybody that hasn't launched like we keep going back to them. We keep working. We keep making sure that they have what they need, the tools that they need to launch, because that's how we measure our success. It's not how many students we get into the program, it's who launches and where do they, when do they hit the charts. So, what is your measurement for 100% success? And then, how on earth do you get 100%? Because that's incredible.
2: Yeah. So, it boils down to a couple of things. Number one, I believe, and this is one of the same reasons, like when I teach sales and persuasion. The only reason, you know, I hear, you know, Grant Cardone, for example, he's an amazing marketer. He's a horrible salesperson. I tell him to his face. Why? Because he all he does is talk about objections and rebuttals, and he wants to teach you objections and rebuttals. But guess what? If you set the right expectation and boundaries, you don't have objections. So I believe that's one of the main reasons why we've had the success that we have is because I set the right expectation and I hold true to my boundaries. That's the first part. So it starts with me. I've got to put my own oxygen mask on before I can take care of anybody else. that's going to follow. Right. The second part of it is, is that just like what you said, like I'm not going to let someone fail or fall to the wayside. That's in my flock. Right? I, I quoted something a while back and I didn't realize that somebody else had quoted something similar, but it's like, shame on you leaders for always worried about being in charge and start worrying about the ones that you're in your charge. And, and I said that I hadn't even known, maybe I read it somewhere, but I didn't realize it. I just quoted it. And it's so true. And so while someone comes in not believing in themselves, like their wins going to be the success so when we have our intro call and it's like i want to be able to do one deal that may be the level of success but for me in-house it's like i want to get you your investment back so even if you do one deal we're going to do like a hundred thousand dollar deal right i want to get you your investment back but then we're going to do another deal because i want you to get your investment back twice so that's been our in-house measure is to not only get someone their investment back into the program but to get it back twice so
1: uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm loving this. Like it's so it's it's funny because obviously you can see I am dislodged from my office because I thought it would be great to remodel the basement. So I uh I actually like designed the basement, got a CAD program, designed it all out, gave it to the carpenter guy, and said, Here's the here's the blueprint. And I was like, Oh my god, this is cool. Then a friend of mine, he's like yeah, we had to buy we bought a ranch, but all the ranches are gone in this neighborhood. So we had to pop a second floor on it. I'm like, really? He goes, I go, did you design the second floor? He goes, Well, I had to pay someone to do it. I was like, I want to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like so in my mind, it's like, holy smokes, like that's such a cool creative way to increase the value of a home that maybe other people have already done. So if you're in a neighborhood, right, and there's no more ranches that might've happened, right? Have you seen that or do you do stuff like that or is that different than what you do? So I'm, I'm not really sure or clear on, on the question to be perfectly okay. honest no, with you. Not a problem.
2: So I personally, I, I don't go into like hands-on. I mean, this is about as dirty as my hands get. You know? okay.
1: okay, that's fair, that's fair.
2: Maybe, maybe soft.
1: Um. <laughs> I like that. I, I don't like my, my hands getting dirty either. So I, I think that's-
2: so, We're A to Z in everything that we do. It just depends on which business you're looking at, right? So from 10 years ago, sleeping in my car to fast forward now today, it's like I have a wholesaling and acquisition team that contracts and just sells paper. So if you want to buy that ranch house and add a second story to it, I'll go find it and put it under contract and just sell you the paperwork. So you actually pay for the deal and I just take the money in the middle. Right, so that's our wholesaling and acquisition team.
1: Got it. Okay. And
2: then we have a property management company to where if we get a really good deal over here, rather than selling you that deal, I'll just buy it in house and then we manage that property, fix it, flip it, clean it up, rent it out, whatever that looks like. And then we also, uh, my partner and I, we own you know one of the largest Keller Williams brokerages in North Texas with you know several thousand agents so that we have realtors out there kind of on the ground not just folks i was unaware of that yeah yeah so i mean between the multiple ancillary businesses and we've got a company that raises capital to also buy our deals so we buy our deals with other people's money and then give them a return and then we own the property so we've got about four or five in-house businesses all around residential single family small multi-family duplex stuff like that
0: wow okay cool cool yeah all right so five hour flip you've got a challenge i think i i, I think it's free if i saw correctly i could be wrong uh, but like that doesn't even comprehend a five hour flip <laughs> so, yeah. my basement's taking longer than five hours <laughs> so this is this is what i love about what we
2: do differently so Think of this, Ron and Corey, like you go down the road that Ron just said. You want to take down this house. You want to do what they do on the flip or flop shows, you know, whatever show you watch that's out there like that. They make it happen in 60 minutes. They fast forward the timeline and it's really three or four months, right? The average flip is between four to six months. Got four to six months of time. Headaches with contractors running off with money and not coming back headaches with contractors running off with other contractors tools and not showing up. Now you got to buy that other contractors tools. Cause this guy did problems that come up. Wow. Well, guess what? The average flipper, the average, like the 80%, right? Those guys are making between 30 and $40,000 on a flip on average, hundred to $150,000 on a flip. Well, if that's the case and it takes four to six months to do that, and then I look at the process that I was referring to you earlier, well, the average wholesale transaction is between seven and eight grand. So how many of those do I have to do to make the same as a flipper does? Right? Two a month? Yeah two a month and I can live the same life that that guy does, but that guy's working 50, 60 hours a week for six months. And my process is about four to five hours from start to finish. Like it's like a 30 to 40 minute conversation with the seller, a homeowner that has a property, 10 or 15 minutes running numbers, 10 or 15 minutes running, running paperwork. So now we're at like an hour and a half, right? We contract the property, we send it to title another 15, 20 minutes. And then we market that property out to buyers another 15, 20 minutes. So now we're at like, what, two and a half, three hours. Buyers, a handful of buyers say yes. Then we have a showing for two or three hours and a call back to each one that made a tentative offer. So now we're at like three and a half, four hours. And everything else is just in the middle, right? So it's like, then we go to title and we close five hour flip method. Wow. So where it takes forty to sixty hour weeks for six months to make fifty or sixty grand, I'm over here like I can work five hours this week and do one, or maybe I can do two and ten hours, or maybe four and twenty hours, and oh wait, in those twenty hours I made more than that guy did in six months.
1: God, that just makes all the sense. I guess I don't understand wholesaling that much, but that's that makes a ton a. Ton ton Un- of sense and kind of fits in how I want to do things so that
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean having not getting our hands dirty like first and foremost we're not yeah we're, we're not gonna be doing I that
1: that's electrical
0: so yeah
2: wholesale I mean wholesale is easy let's say god forbid Corey's in a bad situation somebody left him a property they passed away or Corey lost his job and he got behind on taxes and Corey and I we decide that we're going to have a conversation. And we agree on a price. So let's just say Corey's house is valued all fixed up at 300,000, but it needs 50 in work. Well, I don't give them 250. I give them 200. Okay. So 200, it needs 50. So I'm in it for 250. I could sell it for 300 and make 50 grand if I was flipping it. But I go over to Ron, my end buyer and say, Hey, I got this house. I'll sell it to you for 210. They're like, oh, it's worth 300. That's a great deal. It needs 50 in it. So now you're in it for 260 and you make 40. You buy the paperwork for me, Ron. Corey gets his money. I get the 10K in the middle. It's a win, 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 win. And I go to the next deal. Really but cool part is yeah. that is that 40K that he made. Think about the return on investment, right? Yeah. 40K on a $200,000 investment. You're getting 20, 30% returns on your money. And as a flipper, or a fixer upper or whatever you want to call it, show up and sign the paper and buy the house and ha- swing the hammer. I make those guys jobs really easy. I make it easy for the seller, the homeowners, and I make a little bit of money,
1: rinse and repeat that over
2: and over and over. i very
1: blessed. No kidding. Holy smokes. I absolutely love that. So so you have this, this coaching program, right? Where you help people get involved in your world, right? Yep. And you said earlier, it's, it's not necessarily about getting that first investment back, it's getting the second investment back. How, how intensive is it to learn what you're doing in this course?
2: I think the answer to that is subjective to the person that's mm-hmm. learning.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, at the end of the day, I can say it's easy. It's easy for me. It may not be as easy for you. And one of the talents or gifts that I've been given is to be able to break things down in incremental steps that give you actionable results. I mean, hence the name of my company, right? REI results. I want you to get the results that you've been asking for. I want you to see the success that you've always dreamed, dreamed about in real estate without spending a whole bunch of extra money and a whole bunch of time running around in circles, going to real estate meetups and driving around neighborhoods, like knocking on doors. While that stuff works, it takes so much longer to get the same result. And so the how or how easy is it? It's pretty easy if you trust the process. And so that's one of the things I like to say is like, just trust the process. You put certain marketing out leads will come in, have a conversation, you'll get a contract. And that's what I teach. It's like, I'll teach you the marketing to find the people, which is really easy, especially for marketing guys like you guys, right? Like, that's easy. I'm not even a marketing guy, and I figured out how to have a catchy question to have homeowners call me back, you right. know? And then they call me, and I just have a conversation. And then there's a five step process to every conversation. We're doing it right now. And then there's a contract to be had. And then you rinse and repeat that on the buyer side marketing out leads, come in, have a conversation and another contract. And the difference between the two is what you get paid.
0: All right. So good. So good. All right. One question that you know we got to ask because our show hindsight hacking, like we gotta, we gotta ask the one question about hindsight and, uh, with all of your experience specific to the wholesaling specific to really the last nine years, uh, of the businesses that you've been working on. What's been that greatest teacher that, oh man, you wish you would have known at day one. You wish you would have like, I know you're probably teaching it already to all your uh, students, but what's that like biggest thing that anybody getting into the business that they, they need to know today before they sign that first deal, before they really make, make an effort to, to avoid those pitfalls?
2: You know, that's a, that's a tough one for me, to be honest with you, Corey, because I believe that when you study masters, you just don't make mistakes because they've already made them for you. Right. And so I studied myself and in real estate is just a vehicle. So it's all about your perception of where you're at. Right. Like, I mean, I wish I would have known more about affidavits of airship, like, you'll learn that more times you do deals, right? Like understanding the airship process and how it probates Like you don't need to know that stuff. Like when it comes up, learn it as you go, but trust the process. So I don't know that I necessarily have the greatest answer that you may have expected as much as it goes, it takes me back to like the automotive industry because I use the same process when I was contracted with, you know, the Pentagon and teaching CIA operatives, how to negotiate. I I use the same process in real estate that I use at Tyco corporation with the, uh, the acquisition from ADT and Brink security and separating them and negotiating that deal. I use the same process when I was selling cars at 18, 19 years old, traveling all over the world, teaching struggling dealerships, how to sell cars for me. The answer goes back so much further and that's the lesson that i wish that i would have learned when i was a kid and that would be that there's always another explanation if you can live life as if there's another explanation you don't have your hurts and hang-ups last nearly as long if there's another explanation that leaves opportunity for growth and progress and for me I wish I would have known as a struggling 10, 11 year old boy, when my parents separated that there was another explanation cause I wouldn't have been hating them all my life. I wish I would have known when I was gangbanging and dope dealing that there was another explanation cause I was dealing with the factor that I had from before. And then when I got acquitted of murder at 17, I wish I would have known there was another explanation that I'd be having a platform like this to talk to the world, to give hope and peace and love and joy that only my heavenly father can give. So for me, the hindsight is, is live life as if there's another explanation because real estate's just a vehicle. So that's where I would have to go with
1: that. Oh my gosh. That is so good. So that is powerful statements, powerful hindsight. Clearly. Uh, I would love to keep on the conversation, but I want to, I want to kind of gear things towards what are you working on now? What is the next thing for you, and how can other people get involved?
2: I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you that not even my business partner knows this because Ooh. this came to me this morning. Oh, oh no, stop breaking, breaking, news. News. breaking news. news. I believe that energy goes where energy flows, and energy flows where energy goes. And so, you know, since we're all believers here, you, you and I would have both agreed that, when two or three are gathered in his name that it's right here in our midst. And at the very beginning of our conversation, we were talking about, you know, bringing people together. And I looked up at my, my, my wall here and I seen it. You know what time it is. And that's one of my catchphrases. Like I go live. That's why I got a backwards hat. I'm like, you know what time it is. And uh, I've been having these visions. Like I'm a super high visionary and so I've told my wife this, this afternoon, I told one of my best friends and business partners in another business, he was a part of sharpen. And now I'm going to tell the world. And I believe that when I put it out there in faith, that it'll come back to me tenfold. And so my next project is to create a world church. And what, hear me out on this. What I mean by that is, is right now of all times, when we look at the past, right? Like I think it was Benjamin Franklin. I don't remember one of our presidents. Somebody said it like, if you don't understand and study the past, you're bound and determined to repeat it, right? Yep. yep. You look at this world and how hurting this place is, how torn apart and divided we are. And yet you have your faith. I have my faith. So-and-so has their faith and we're all going to separate on Sunday, go to our house of God, quote unquote, church, and then come back together on Wednesday and wonder why we're still upset with each other. Cause we have all these different doctrines yelling and screaming that that's not the way to go. That's not the way to go. And I've had this vision now for about four or five years. I didn't know where it was going, but this morning I've been praying for clarity for about the last six months. And this morning it came to me crystal clear. And that was this three years ago. The first vision I had was like a Billy Graham crusade preaching to millions of people.
0: Right. I didn't know if it was
2: me preaching. I just seen myself on the stage with multiple preachers with a bigger audience. And then I seen about a couple of months ago, I seen, you know, how when you have a dream or a vision and you're like, Oh, this was with that one. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It was like people was in my face, like screaming, crying out for God, their faith, their belief. And I was like, right there. It was right in front of me. Crystal clear. And then this morning I was on my way to a dentist appointment and I was just kind of, it's raining here in Dallas today. It's kind of gloomy. And I went like this and I'm like, I'm going to listen to this podcast. And it was a podcast by Stephen Furtick. And it says, I'm still scared. I know a lot of you listening to this, even as a high performing entrepreneur, you have those days where maybe you're not so fearful, but you're still scared. Like what's the next step for me? That's what I've been looking for. I wasn't fearful, you know. my My belief is that you don't go through life in fear, but it's okay to be scared. I'm not fearful. I'm not. I'm a little scared because I don't know what it looks like. I know there's a big responsibility on my shoulders. So for you to ask me what my next step is, this vision came to me like I was driving back from my dentist appointment. I'm just weeping in tears, crying out to God, just praising and worship in the car. And I seen the same two other visions, but now. It was like, this is what I've done in the secular world. I've been on stage with Les Brown and Ty Lopez and Manny Lopez and Dr. Eric Thomas, Tom Bilyeu, John Maxwell, like the greatest speaker coaches, leaders in the world. Why aren't we all working together? And so the vision that I had was getting these ministers. So if you're listening to this and you're a minister, like reach out to me, but I'm coming for you. Bishop Jakes, Dr. Evans, Stephen Furtick. I'm coming for you guys because we need to be working together. And if you're not going to facilitate it, I'm going to. Because I've already had all the secular world leaders. Now I'm going to bring the the mission together and we're going to change the world. So that's that's what I'm working on as of about 1030 this morning. Holy smokes. So that's
1: power.
0: Well, Bryce, I got to say like a, your answer to the hindsight question and and then b the, what you're working on now, like that is beyond uh, anything that we would have ever thought. Uh, The answer that for the hindsight was, was more real and deeper than so many that have come before you and and your mission to change the world. Like, man, my hat's off to you. Mic drop, like all the good things that I could say, like, my goodness uh incredible i can't wait to see it and watch it and maybe be involved with it uh definitely like it's uh, super super props uh and and uh much respect for sure
2: appreciate it oh, man, just, pray is... for me, man. just pray for me and if you know one of these leaders that uh might be interested in having a conversation with or without them i'm going to move forward and and so you know
1: yeah no, I, uh, I, I think uh, I will definitely add that to the prayer list for sure. Uh, and I know if uh, how you explained it, I know it's your gift and I know you will make it happen. Uh, because everything you've been doing in the past is setting you up for that. So I cannot wait to see that. And like Corey said, hopefully we can be a part of that. Appreciate sure. it. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate the time. Hey, my pleasure, guys.
0: All right. Do we, do we need like our roadcaster with some sound effects, with the mic drops, with the cheering, with the E's and ahs? Because I'm just blown away at the moment. But two takeaways. We got, got it for you out there in the audience, out there watching, out there listening. Uh, We got a couple takeaways for you. So Ron, take it away. So many, that was such
1: an amazing interview. Like, again, don't know what, what I was expecting. Didn't expect that. Phenomenal. Uh, You know, the one thing that kind of resonated was, and and I've said this in the past and I've talked to my wife about this and I know you and I, you and I have had these conversations in the past, but set expectations and create boundaries. (laughs) right? In everything that you do, set the expectations, help people understand the expectations, right? Because if they go into it, like how many times, Perfect example, we were hired to run a summit for somebody who's never done it before and they wanted to make a million dollars. The answer was no, (laughs) it wasn't. That is the wrong expectation to have, right? You break even on your first one, probably a better expectation. If you get more than that, it's a win, right? So expectations, boundaries, Uh, Gosh, I'm going between two of them, two of them. I'm going to do this one. Study yourself so you can learn from your mistakes. Okay, because there's so many times that I was like, man, I feel like I have done this before. And I know, like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to God. I'm like, okay, what lesson am I supposed to learn? What lesson am I not learning? And why do I keep finding myself? in the exact same position. And it's because I haven't taken the time to study what got me there in the first place. Right? And learn from it. So I think that's that'll be number two for me.
0: Awesome. And then and then mine is definitely I always try to look at both sides of the coin, right? Like I try before I react, I try to get both sides of the story for whatever it is. And uh, but Bryce takes it one step further with always look for the other explanation. Wow, that was so good. Another explanation. Like it that just, that that, was, that yeah. blows me away. It speaks to me on such a, a tremendous level that uh, we all should be able to take a moment and look for the other explanation instead of, uh, you know, looking even on the, on the good stuff, right? Like there's mm-hmm. always another explanation. You should be looking on all sides yeah. uh, before, before he's truly, Get, just get stuck on one or the other. So, anyway, such a fun time. And uh, to all of you that watched, thank you. To all of you that are listening, thank you. And we will see you on the next episode. Guys, thanks for being an impactor and impacting so many. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. See, I hope I you had as much fun as I did. And you know and what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with
1: guys we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible get more traffic and get more sales
0: that's right Ron. and every time someone's in our group we get to share all the tips the tricks and everything that you can get profits with from your summits your challenges your workshops your podcasts your vodcasts and so much more Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers.